Hey ladies, thanks so much for joining us again. Um, I'm gonna do a little recap of what we were talking about last time I was here with you. Last time I was here, we were talking about embracing faith over fear. And I shared with you all a few ways um, that I have struggled with fear in my life. And not only that I have struggled, but ways that I still struggle and things that God um, has been teaching me and been helping me through in, in my daily walk. Um, we talked last time about how fear can be paralyzing. <laughs> and I shared with you a Bible verse, one of my favorite Bible verses, that was in um, Isaiah 41.10. And God says, do not fear, because I am with you. Do not be discouraged, for I am your God. Fear can be a natural reaction. Um, to any hard situation that we're faced with in life in different times or maybe in different circumstances or decisions that you're faced with. Um, but we talked about last time how God doesn't say don't feel afraid. He just says don't be because God doesn't want us to be controlled by our fear. But feeling fear when faced with certain situations is a pretty normal reaction. Um, one of the things that we talked about and the point that we shared last time was that fear leads us to discouragement, which means a loss of confidence, a loss of enthusiasm in our lives. But then we saw how faith can counteract our fear because faith leads us to be encouraged. Faith points our eyes, and not only our eyes, but it points our minds and our thoughts towards Jesus and the fact that he is with us. It's kind of like a reminder. I don't know if you need to set reminders on your phone or on your watch or different things that can suddenly, you know, you have like a ding, oh, I need to remember this. That's what faith is. That's what faith can do for us in our daily walk. It's like a little reminder to say, hey, trust Jesus with this. Hey, give this fear to God. And so that's kind of how I try to think about it. Um, it's our reminder. Faith points us towards Jesus. And so today, we're gonna talk a little bit about how fear can affect us negatively and the physical reaction that we can experience um, when we have fear and we let, or when fear comes in and takes over in our lives. Um, one of my biggest struggles has always been in my mind. I've struggled with this ever since I was a kid, struggled with my thoughts. Um, I'm a person that has a really big imagination. And so I've noticed throughout my life that one of my biggest struggles is in my mind. And you know, after our fourth child, um, I went through a really difficult time where I actually suffered from a type of postpartum depression. Now, I didn't know at the time that I was struggling with postpartum depression, and it didn't actually, I didn't actually show many signs or symptoms until my son was already maybe five or six months old, even six to seven months old. Suddenly I started to notice different things that I was struggling with. I started seeing my fears affect me physically as well as emotionally in a way that I had never experienced in my whole entire life. Um, I was irritable and frustrated. I was frustrated with myself, I was frustrated with my kids, I was frustrated in my marriage. Um, I was feeling defeated and overwhelmed in life. And um, like I said, the signs didn't start right away, but 
as my baby got a little bit older, I noticed that I was just not feeling myself and I was struggling in so many different areas. And I felt like I couldn't go on. I felt like I was stuck, <laughs> if you will. Um, I felt like whatever I was going through, and I didn't know what it was, but I felt like whatever I was going through that I just couldn't push through it. Now, what does this have to do with fear, you might ask? Um, well, suddenly my fears and became intense and large, and my anxiety was through the roof um, compared to what they had normally been before that. I found myself gripped with fear and anxiety over the smallest little things. And let me give you a bit of a visual. When I say gripped with fear, um, <laughs> one of the ways that I could try to explain it to you would be, have you ever been pushed underwater? <laughs> or maybe even worse, held underwater or not able to get up when you're pushed underwater? Um, I think about my kids, you know, my two older boys, when they're playing in the water. One is always dunking the other, or they're grabbing each other and pushing each other under. And sometimes it's that moment of like, hey, get off him. Like, you're holding him under the water. <laughs> Um, as a kid, I remember having moments like that, playing around with friends, and suddenly that moment of being hit or hitting the water really fast. And maybe before you hit the water, you didn't actually get a moment to, to grab in a full breath, but you got shoved under the water. And once you're shoved under the water, you're looking up and you see the top, the surface of the water. But it's like, you feel far away from it, and you just can't make it up there. Suddenly, you're trying to take in a breath because you're being held underwater, and you're, you know that there's air above that top, above the surface of the water, but you just can't take it in, and you just can't get up there. And that moment of fear, of panic sets in, of what's gonna happen, of I'm trapped, of I can't get out of this, I'm sinking. That's how my fear was starting to make me feel. And it got so bad, <laughs> um, and this is actually even hard for me to share a little bit, but it got so bad for me that I would close my eyes at night and secretly, and I say secretly because I didn't actually let anyone know this for quite a while because it was hard for me to admit, but I would close my eyes at night and secretly, I would hope that I wouldn't wake up the next morning because of the thought of having another day, of not being able to reach the surface, <laughs> of having another day of being held and pushed underwater and feeling like I was sinking and drowning in my fears was unbearable to me. Now, I'm sharing this with you because I believe that many women, many women struggle in this area, um, and I don't think it's nearly talked about enough the area of mental health. Um, I had never struggled with any type of postpartum depression or with my mental health in such a way as I did after my last child. And he was my fourth child. I had never, I had heard of people who had had postpartum depression, who had struggled with fears and anxiety in, in times like that, but I couldn't relate because I didn't truly know what it felt like. And it was hard for me because especially, <laughs> I was like, I'm a pastor's wife. <laughs> like, it was hard for me to admit 
you know, my husband's a pastor. We should be able to push through this. We should be able to give this to God. And, and I was trying, and, and, and we were talking about it, but it was new for us. Um, the way that my fear and anxiety were expressing themselves in my life was, was foreign to me, and I didn't know how to push through it. And so it came to the point that I had to ask for help. And, and I did. I remember um, standing or with my husband in the living room and just bawling <laughs> and talking to him and saying, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what to do, but I'm gripped with anxiety. I'm gripped with fear. And I remember him saying, what, like, what can I do? What do you need? And I said, I don't know. I said, I just know that I'm not okay. <laughs> and so we decided from there that I would talk to my family doctor and I actually got referred to a psychiatrist, um, spoke with a psychiatrist and then got referred to a local counselor um, who was able to help me process my thoughts and, and talk through a lot of the battle that I was experiencing in my mind. And I am so grateful to this person, to these people who helped me in this process. And I truly believe that God put them in my path for this reason, to, to help me through this process that I was going through. And to be able to, um, to see how God could speak to me and work through this process with me. And he did, he spoke so loudly um, about the impact that fear can have over my thoughts. And this is the point that I want us to talk about today. Fear points my thoughts towards the worst possible outcome. It points my thoughts towards the worst possible outcome. That feeling of being held down in the water, the fear that comes in, the thoughts right then are, I'm not gonna get out of this, this is the end, right? Because the outcome of whatever the situation that you might be facing, whatever situation you might be struggling with in your life, the outcome is unknown. And so because it's unknown, our minds throw it completely out of proportion. Maybe you've struggled with this living in a pandemic over the last year and a half. Um, many people I know struggled with fear of what's gonna happen? Is this the end of the world? Is my family gonna get sick? Um, how is this gonna affect us? You know, schools were closing down, things were happening. And I know that many people, many women, struggled in this area of fear. Um, when actually my son was, my youngest son was about maybe eight or nine months while I was going through this process and, and struggling through this process, I had something happen when I realized that this was pretty serious. Um, and I sent my, my older kids, actually, my older son came to me and said he wanted to go for a walk. So he said, can I take um, my brother and sister with me? So my other son was, you know, a couple years younger with him, than him, and then um, my youngest little girl, Adele, was three, and then we had our fourth, who was about um, eight or nine months. And the three-year-old was gonna go with the two older boys. And so they were gonna go for a walk. And so at first it was like, oh, this is perfect. You know, I've got the baby in the jelly jumper. I'm making supper, give them some cash. They're gonna go to the store. Perfect scenario, everyone wins. I'm gonna get my stuff done in peace. They're gonna go for a nice walk. And so they headed out. Um, and all of a sudden, I'm looking at my clock and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, they've been gone for, I don't know, a couple minutes. And my brain starts to go. And, and my mind starts to go to the what ifs. And I could feel 
that fear. I could feel that anxiety setting in. Um, suddenly, I started to create all these scenarios in my head. <laughs> what if they're crossing the street and Adele doesn't listen to her brothers and they tell her to hold hands and she doesn't want to? And what if there's a car coming and the person in the vehicle doesn't see them? And what if someone sees them walking by themselves and doesn't have good intentions and does something with my children? What if this, and, and this is when the what if started. And I don't know if you can relate, but my mind, when it starts going, it starts going. And my fears were taking me to the worst possible outcome. So by the time my thoughts are going, um, I'm already imagining, imagining a complete tragedy going on. <laughs> and fear starts pushing me deeper and deeper and deeper. And, and that scenario, I'll, I'll never forget it because I started to have a physical reaction. I started to run over to the, to the window and look outside. Okay, well, they've been gone for about 15 minutes. They should be back by now. You know, I started to, I actually opened up my door. My baby was in the kitchen. I had supper, on, <laughs> supper cooking on the stove. Ran out my door to look. Okay, where are they? Should I get in the car? Should I turn everything off and go and take the baby and go and find them? And I started to feel my heart race. The impact that fear can have on us is astounding. I was actually doing a little bit of research just about fear and how it affects our brains and how it affects us physically. And um, I'm kind of a geek when it comes to words. Like I love looking up definitions and different things like that. And so I was actually reading about fear on a website um, and this is what it said. And I wanted to kind of just read it to you because it said it much better than I could. It says, fear can interrupt processes in our brains that allow us to regulate emotions, read nonverbal cues and other information, reflect before acting, and act ethically. This impacts our thinking and decision-making in negative ways, leaving us susceptible to intense emotions and impulsive reactions. See, this process of fear when it comes into our minds and it starts our minds going. It affects our bodies. It can, it can show itself in physical pain, in stomach aches, in um, heavy breathing, increased heart rate, headaches. It suddenly can affect us, not just emotionally, but physically. And you know, our church is actually going through right now the book of Philippians, and so I've been reading a little bit in Philippians, and I wanted to share this verse with you today. Um, Philippians 4, verses 6 to 7. Paul is actually writing to the Philippians, and he says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, and thanksgiving, present your, your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Paul was writing to the church in Philippi. He was writing to the people in this church to encourage them. But the irony of the whole situation is that he was writing from jail. He was writing from prison. Now, we can't really think, of, it's hard to, for us to envision the type of prison that he was in. But I also did a little research and my husband has been talking to me about the type of prison um, that this was. This was not, you know, a, a, a prison above ground, like a building that you would go into. The prisons in these times were underground. They were dark, they were filthy, they were stinky, <laughs> they were horrific. 
and being in one of these places was probably one of the most terrifying things that could happen to you or to a person. But Paul says in the beginning of that verse, he says, so do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation. I'm sure he's speaking from a person who experienced fear firsthand. (laughs) He was not knowing when he wrote this to the Philippians whether he was gonna face death or whether he would ever actually see the light of day again. Maybe he felt like he was under that water and he just couldn't get up and take a breath at times because he was so in such a dark place. But yet again, he says, in every situation, in every situation, and this is the point that I wanna leave us with today. Faith points my thoughts towards Jesus and how he can redeem my situation. Faith points my thoughts towards Jesus. See, prayer counteracts anxiety. It is literally us using our mouths to speak to Jesus, or sorry, using our mouths to speak to our minds and tell our minds to focus on Jesus. And by doing that, we will experience his peace. Now, it's also us speaking to Jesus. (laughs) But in this process, when we're speaking to Jesus, we can also tell our minds to focus on Christ because having, taking that step of faith points my thoughts towards Jesus and how he can redeem my situation. Sometimes speaking truth to our thoughts actually trains them to focus on Christ. And this was mind blowing for me when I understood this. I used to kind of always trust my thoughts. <laughs> like I used to think that my thoughts were taking me into to, to good things and, and that my thoughts, that I could trust the thoughts that were coming into my head. And suddenly I realized, you know, in the Bible it tells us so much. It talks about renewing our mind. It talks about taking captive those thoughts and putting them under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And so we have the ability to train our thoughts to focus on Jesus. And when we train our minds to focus on Jesus, suddenly the top of that water that we feel like we are drowning in, suddenly the top of that water will appear. And it's as if a giant hand reaches down into that water and starts to pull us up. And that hand is the hand of Jesus. And that feeling when you feel like you're drowning and you feel like you can't get out of it, that feeling of being lifted up, lifted up, raised up out of the water and finally being able to catch your breath and to get in some fresh air. That is the hope that we receive from Jesus. That is how Jesus can redeem us through faith. That's how he can redeem whatever situation you're going through, how he can lift you up out of it. You know, one of the things that my counselor spoke to me a lot about, and I won't go into detail about it, um, but if ever you want to talk about it, I I would love to share more. But my counselor spoke to me a lot about adding speed bumps to my thoughts. <laughs> when my thoughts start to race and I start to go like a crazy woman and think about all the different bad outcomes that could, that could happen or whatever tragedy could happen, she talks about counteracting it with, a, with another thought. And I decided that I would counteract it with a thought about Jesus. <laughs> 
So if I start to think, what's gonna happen to my kids? They're out on a walk. I would say to my mind, but Jesus is protecting my children. And my children know how to look both ways when they cross the road. And by telling my mind that, I slow down my thoughts. And I start to focus on Jesus. And I start to remember that he's the one that I need to trust in, that he's the one that I need to have faith in, that he's the one who can pull me out of this fear and anxiety, that he's the one that can redeem my situation. So if you struggle with fear in your mind, if you struggle with thoughts of anxiety that that grip you or feel overwhelming, I encourage you to talk to someone. Reach out, ask for help, yes, it can be hard. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. <laughs> it can be hard to ask for help. But Jesus can help you through that process. Jesus can bring people into your life that can help you in this process and help you to verbalize and to think and to process with somebody else and to pray and to focus your mind and your thoughts on Jesus Christ. We can literally train our minds to focus on Jesus. And I'm not just saying it in a simple way like, hey, just train your mind to focus on Christ. That's easy. It's not always easy. It's a process. And it's something that has taken me a while. And I still, this is an everyday thing for me. This is an everyday thing. But no matter what your fear is, speaking to God and speaking in faith can change your perspective of the situation. And I'm gonna leave you with this verse and then we're done. Psalms 40, I actually wasn't gonna share this, but God put this on my heart yesterday. Psalms 40 verses one to three says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and he heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire, and he set my feet upon a rock. He gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth and a hymn of praise to my God. This, <laughs> right here, this is what Jesus can do for you. When you feel like you're drowning, when you feel like you are oppressed, when you feel like fear is taking over or anxiety or stress, when you have a situation that you don't know how to face and you feel like you're alone, Jesus' arm can reach down into that water, friend, and can reach down into that slimy, muddy pit and pull you out and you can experience hope and you can experience the feeling of being redeemed and renewed by the Holy Spirit because he is with you. And he doesn't want you to live in fear. He wants you to live a free and abundant life in him. So I'm gonna pray and we're gonna finish up here. Jesus, thank you so much for what you can do in our lives and for what you are doing. Jesus, I pray for any woman who is listening to this, who is watching this today, no matter what her circumstances are, no matter what fears she might be facing or struggles she might be facing or circumstances she might be facing, God, I pray that you will speak life, that you will help her to seek the help that is needed, that you will help us 
to remember that you are with us. God, I pray for your Holy Spirit to just renew us and pull us out of the darkness that we might be struggling with today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm gonna be back in a couple weeks and I have one more step that I'm gonna talk about after this of how to embrace faith over fear. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe to Linden Alliance Church um, on Facebook, follow us, um, and yeah, share this. If you, maybe you're not struggling with fear, but if you know somebody who is, uh, share this. If this can be an encouragement to them, I, I just hope and pray that God will use this for his glory and that he will use it to speak to anyone who's struggling in their lives with fear. Because friend, there is hope. So take care and have a great week. God bless.